Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Crying at the Trendrick Lamar Show, mm. which is, you feeling know, it. definitely feeling love. Uh, yeah. One of the, I think, one of the most beautiful songs of the past like ten years. Truly a beauty, and uh, we'll we'll get to the video uh, that is going viral of of a security guard crying. Yep, yep. Uh, while uh, Kendrick performs that song, uh, but up first, oh wait, I'm Jack. That's uh, Miles. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Some Verified. big news in my world. I did score some Purple Thunder Mountain Dew, um, which is the. Why do you gotta say? I like how because like you're you know you have a healthier lifestyle that you still say like I scored, scored some, yeah. like, as if you like hooked up in a, like a parking lot. Now I'm about to get my fix. Uh, All right, what do you got? Uh, it's so Purple Thunder, which is a Circle K exclusive. Um, I scored. Oh, shit. I managed wow. to score by going to Circle K, <laughs> and uh, they had it there. Uh, as and they asked you repeatedly, expect. like, you sure you want this? I've been smelling it for a little bit, but I didn't want to taste it until we were live on air. Okay. It has uh, notes of purple okay, and uh, nothing else. It's and just red purple, five. just concentrated purple. So up first, we're talking Stranger Things. Um, I'm going to take a sip while, while you explain what's going okay, on, because yes, I actually don't do. understand the story. Let it, let it hit your palate. So Stranger Things is trending because the Duffer Bros, the people behind the show, um, they in a recent interview had basically admitted to George Lucasing stuff, you know, retconning shit in their show, changing things after the fact. And this is something that like I had heard before that as it related to like effects, like sometimes there were visual effects that they wanted to tweak because it wasn't quite paying off on their vision. But in this case, this the one of the specific examples was that 
there was like a discrepancy between like Will's birthday that was stated in like an earlier season and then later on. And they're like, these aren't the same dates. And they're like, oh, shit, whoops, and ended up changing it. Now, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are saying like, what, like in a larger context, what could what does this mean? Like as a trend for creators, like, does it make sense to go back and just change things after the fact? Or do you accept these, you know, these works as they are? Uh, and you know, I'm not, it, it is a little odd. I'm not like the biggest, I, I don't quite see the point. Like that's, I think in, I was raised to be like, well, you know, mistakes are learning are teachable moments and then they help you prevent them down the road. Uh, but going back and then sort of just changing like plots and things after the fact, I think doesn't, doesn't do anyone any good. Like aside from sure, maybe the person who called out this detail change, but like being yeah. like, no, that never happened is kind of fucking weird to me. And sure. We at the daily zeitgeist do, you know, if somebody sends a single comment that is critical of one of the points, we go back and re-edit the episode to, uh, update it to, uh, not offend anyone's sensibilities, but that's uh, you know, teach their own. Yeah, right? or we just delete the episode. But yeah, no, this is dumb. This is weird. I remember it bothered me a lot. Uh, for some reason, I have uh, Life of Pablo on the brain, but when uh, Kanye like did that with Life of Pablo, he like dropped it and then kept like changing songs as they went, and I think like kind of making some of them worse. That was frustrating to me. Mm. It just, but yeah, it does feel like something that surprised more people don't do it just be like all right so we put it out there for a couple days like the way that video games are released where they'll like put it out there kind of broken and then yeah that's more like born out of just that absolute terrible like churn that occurs at these studios when they're like i don't care if it's shit we told them it's coming out this day and then we'll beg for forgiveness when we put out a, a terribly chaotic product but like I don't know. I mean, in this British GQ article, they're sort of also positing like, you know, because the Duffer brothers arguably are huge figures in media because, you know, Stranger Things is such a huge show. Like, what example is that setting for other people to be like, no, no, it's fine. You can just do that shit. I like how you're thinking about all this as teachable moments and setting examples for uh, like like the Duffer brothers or children that you're trying to. uh, Yeah. You know, because you got to you got to teach them young. You got to teach the Duffer brothers young. Exactly. Um, that's how, that's what I've always been saying. That's what I told Netflix when they told me to leave before they quote unquote call security again. So the Duffer Brothers. That's just not a great name for like being taken seriously. Oh, oh. So you think they're what should they? How would you be a a brother duo and try and we just go as Cohen like your brothers, two names? Maybe I feel like that would work better as a couple of filmmakers. The Cohen Brothers kind of has a nice <laughs> ring to it. Change their name to the Cohen Brothers. <laughs> um, all right, real quick uh, update. You might have heard when I first started talking that I had a little something in my throat. That's because my mouth is salivating all the way down to my stomach uh, through my throat. That's how oh. good the uh, Purple Thunder is. Uh, oh, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's like a. It's like perfectly rounded off the way the Mountain Dew tends to be. No weird aftertaste. <laughs> I was expecting more of like the grape aftertaste that you get from like, uh, you know, a Welch's grape soda, which I I am a big fan of grape soda. Or licking a Uh, scented marker. Yeah. But it it actually kind of just rounds off really nicely uh, after after you swallow. Not a lot of aftertaste. Uh, It's really good. They they have done it again, uh, Mountain Dew. And by that, I mean, this is, you know, one of, I'd say they're 
batting, you know, in the thirties with their flavors or forties. And the, the misses aren't like terrible. Yeah. It ain't like major melon. I still will drink, even though it does have a chapsticky vibe to it. I still keep it around every once in a while because it is the most intense artificial watermelon experience that I think has been invented. Yeah. Artificial watermelon, not a great flavor though. Yeah. They should not have done the, uh, like Baja Blast spinoffs. They should have kept that sacred. But other than that, I'm not mad at anything, but this is, this is a, uh, yeah, they've nailed it. Purple Thunder, well done. Mountain Dew and Circle K. Not mad at Yum Brands. Not mad at Yum Brands on on this end, or I guess PepsiCo, (laughs) PepsiCo. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big fan of both corporations. I think there's probably not (laughs) anything wrong uh in in either of their histories uh let's move on to Brittany griner we have a cnn exclusive biden admin has offered to exchange victor bout a convicted russian arms trafficker serving a 25-year u.s prison sentence in potential deal for release of detained americans Brittany griner and uh, griner and paul whelan and then that's oh, yeah he's been there for a minute too who's paul Ooh. whelan he was some dude that they were accusing of being a spy. Like when it just like did not seem like that was the case. It seemed like very much to be like, yeah, we swooped this dude up. Right. Um, but yeah, so we still need like, to see if the contracts, if the money works out on the uh, CNN trade machine, but this is, uh, yeah. Know. Right. Why, it's, why are they throwing it an extra person? Just get Brittany Griner out of there. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about Paul Whelan. <laughs> Like I'm pretty sure he, I don't think he's detained justly either. So right, yeah, okay, that's that's fine. But You're like, but how many? Yeah, what, what's Paul Whelan? I staff? feel like they're gonna use the Paul Whelan thing to, you know, blow it up. Right. Anyway. I'm, it's just wild to me, like that. You know, you have they're arresting Brittany Griner. Uh, she was saying like, I was not read my rights. This has been like a complete just shit show naturally because this was all happening like with the backdrop of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And just like that, the trade is like, here's someone who, you know, according to the Russians, maybe brought this vape cartridge in According to her, maybe not. And then you're like, okay, we want this arms trafficker instead. Right. And that's kind of like how all of like, we'll kidnap this person. Now give us someone that's actually dangerous. Okay. It's Um, wild how we have these, these prisoner swaps, but yeah, I, I hope that Brittany Griner is able to get the fuck out of there as quickly as possible. Need to send the equalizer in there. That that dude's good at killing Russians. If I know one thing, um, <laughs> extracting movie, a hostage from a Russian. Jack, it's a uh, fucking movie, dude. That movie is wild. Um, <laughs> but what if it was true? <laughs> it's, I, what if home alone was true and also had a body count you say like that all the time Russians. you always say that right before i'm about to walk into your house when you invite me over and you're like hey before you come in dude what if home alone was true and i'm like oh but shit I'm about to hit with a paint can. yeah yeah all right uh oven is trending and yeah. this is because padma lakshmi asked twitter what the best way to cook bacon is and she put it out there as microwave, stovetop, or oven. Yeah. I'm assuming oven is trending because people were saying microwave oven, right? Because that's mm. clearly the... Why, why include microwave? Oven. Nobody nobody thinks people microwave. People do. People think microwaves are a good w- way to cook bacon. If you want to dry the fuck out of it and, you know, have it super crispy. Like bacon and, jerky? 
Yeah, but also like the fucking grease everywhere. Fuck that. Yeah. I like the oven. I'm oven gang. You're, because you're you can oven do, gang. You can do fucking amounts in yes. an oven. You know oven what I mean? is efficient and it's harder to fuck up in the oven than it is on stovetop. It's exactly. And like I like to put it, you could put a big sheet out. You can season your bacon. Yeah. When it's when you do it in a sheet tray, like in a sheet pan in the oven. Like I'll put like cayenne and like other shit, just to give a little like some maybe brown sugar, some I just spicy put a lot of salt bacon. on it. Oh, <laughs> like, like, you got to You got to knock bacon's that off, not man. Salty enough for me, man. I like to butter oh. it and salt it. It's like um, the video I saw of someone putting sugar in Gatorade and downing it. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Um, but yeah, like look, four fifty. You put that shit on four fifty, yeah. fifteen minutes or so, twelve minutes, like depending on how you like it. It's great too because if you're making breakfast, you can focus on other things like cooking bacon in the stovetop. There's grease. There's yeah, attention that has to be paid. To um, saying it's but the best I will way. say, but like really perfectly done on the stovetop bacon is better than the best oven bacon I've ever had. But like mm-hmm. oven bacon is probably, if I had to say, the best way to cook bacon is probably in the oven because it's just you're gonna get good bacon. And you're uh, not going to have to, like, be on top of it constantly. Yo, how sick is bacon, though? Like, bacon, top three things. Bacon, ninjas, and and, what was another thing from that era of the internet? uh, Oh, yeah. You're either a pirate or you're a ninja. Right. There's the era of bacon. Are you a pirate or are you a ninja? And Teddy Roosevelt. Well, okay, fine. Two out of three ain't bad, I guess. Wasn't that a thing? Didn't people, like... Like Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, because or, the night at the museum. No, I maybe that was like very specific to cracked, but I I do feel like everybody was and really cracked. Into, How about and cracked? cracked? There you go, and cracked. There, what, what a time! Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast. To live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics. 
as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. And we're back. And Beyonce is trending. New album drops on Friday. Yeah. And uh, it leaked early. And Beyonce fans are so loyal that, like, it's just not getting passed around. There's, like, you better shut the. Someone in France. On that shit. (laughs) Someone in France was like, you're not going to believe what I saw at my record store two days early, Renaissance on CD. I'm buying it. Uh, and then people are starting like songs like Church Girl and Cuff It, I guess, are leaking on the internet. But the fan accounts, like the way they're trying to be like, hold the line and be loyal to Beyonce. Hold. It's fucking inspiring in a way that I'm like, I've never I seen know. humanity coordinate in such a way. But and also, we'll, we will leak. beep out you. You sing the names of the songs because that acknowledges too much we can't we can't tell people that <laughs> well the, the track lists have been out so even the even all okay like all right, the most right, we'll devoted it. fans we'll know yeah thank you uh but there's like the beehive fan club they said like on their ig it said beehive now master like now mass report the accounts who spread the renaissance leaks don't share the leaks just report on social media instagram on twitter report to parkwood and block don't worry about sales or anything that would be fine let's do this respect our queen it's been six years, two more days, and only 30 hours left to wait, and y'all can't do it? You're telling me you can wait six years, but not 30 damn hours? It's disrespectful to Beyonce and her hard, hard work. So, and people are like, yeah, no, we agree. We agree. So That's wild. That is a new level of fandom that I don't feel like. I guess, I guess that happens with like Marvel movies too, right? Where people are like I mean, buying of- 20 tickets to make sure it opens big and shit. Would you, I'm just trying to think of a lot of albums, like if, because sometimes leaks, the quality is shitty. 
And I've in the past, like I remember when Kanye albums used to leak, I'd be like, oh shit, look, I got the leak like two weeks early and I listened to it and I'm like, oh, okay, fine. And then I didn't really care about it because I was more interested in the leak than the actual material itself. Mm. And then, uh, I don't know, part of me feels like I could wait. If I'm a real fan of something, I think yeah. there is just like the excitement of being like, here's the album as it was meant to be released and I'm clicking play now. Right. But yeah, um, I guess it was more the voice of it. It felt like they were fusing with Beyonce. <laughs> like they were, it's like what the artists themselves would say. And they just like are right. another like mouthpiece for the artist. I just love hearing this one line. We can experience a renaissance together. You won't break our souls, but we will break yours. Stop this disgusting <laughs> shit you <laughs> leakers are doing. <laughs> we will break yours. All right. Uh, Loch Ness. The Loch Ness monster is trending. Uh, Loch Ness. Nessie. Nessie. Why? We found her? Yeah, they found her. So the Loch Ness monster was a real thing all along. Uh, moving on. Kendrick is... No. Uh, so people... There's like articles being like, Loch Ness monster existence plausible, scientists say. And that is because they discovered a dinosaur that most closely resembles uh, the Loch Ness Monster was able to survive in uh, fresh water. They found a the fossil of a small plesiosaur in a former river system. And the clickbait industrial complex has taken that and run with it all the way to, uh, yeah, scientists say basically like Loch Ness Monster is real, y'all. Uh, that's that's all they got is that oh. like a dinosaur that looked like the Loch Ness monster could be once existed in uh, fresh water. It's important to note uh, first of all that the same outlet that is posting those articles published an article about how the most convincing Loch Ness monster photos were really a fiberglass hump made for a Loch Ness monster movie, and there's also the fact that the most famous photograph of Nessie, the one that you're picturing in your head right now from 1934, was revealed to be a toy submarine with a plastic thing stuck on top. Oh, my. And the hoaxer who did that and his friend who was a surgeon, weirdly. That's, it takes... takes uh, again, my point, surgeons can be yeah. very dumb. Dude, um, they're going to fucking believe it because I'm a fucking surgeon. Dude, <laughs> exactly. It's fucking perfect. Um, but they like have admitted to it and people just ignored it because, uh, being like, this is not a real picture. It doesn't sell as many newspapers as this is a real picture. Um, right. and also because people didn't believe that a respected doctor could it's like be a, party to such a deception. That famous one where we see like the head breaching the water and like, it's like a cropped photo where you could see someone's like oar from like a canoe next to it. And it's just right. way bigger. And you're like, what the fuck? That thing must only be like 10 inches big. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool. There are um, no other plesiosaur bones in Loch Ness. Uh, mm -hmm. Loch Ness is way too small to sustain even one creature that size. The water is too cold for a reptile and was covered in ice as recently as 18,000 years ago. Like the, the first sighting happened in, or I guess the most famous photo was taken in 1934, uh, which was just one year after the release of King Kong. So mm. basically it's just an old timey meme and any, anything you hear it's to the contrary lie. is stupid. 
As opposed to alien sightings. Let's focus on the alien sightings, folks. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Not just made up by a surgeon, but from the guy from Blink-182. I yeah. think I'm going to believe him. <laughs> I think I'm going to believe him. I would yeah. also let him do surgery on me before uh, a real surgeon. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought Enema of the State was like a medical diagram. The album Oh, yeah, cover. for sure. Uh, and finally, Kendrick trending because of this clip of a security guard at the Houston Mr. Morale show uh, just crying openly while yeah. Kendrick performs love. It's it's beautiful. It really it's, is beautiful. It's just because anybody who's gone to a concert and Super Producer Brian was bringing this up before, like you've you see people you see security guards who try and pretend like they like they're not a total fan of the thing that they're at. Like sometimes right. it's like at a sporting event and people break breaking their necks to see like what's happening on the field or right. whatever. Or at a concert, like nodding their head, just real like, yep, I'm in this fucking concert for fucking free and I'm working. Uh, but in this moment, it's just it's just so amazing to see this person who is so close to the stage, basically has his front row seat to the Kendrick show and overcome with emotion because they are just appreciating a piece of music. And I th- mm. I think it's a hopefully a universal experience. I know some people are, like I know people who don't like music that much and they're like, I've never cried to a piece of music. Yeah. And I'm like, that's I feel bad for you. Um, do you cry at all? They're like, no, that's a sign of weakness. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Okay, well, Miles, I told you to keep that conversation off mic, but I'm not yeah. gonna let you lie about this anymore. Jack doesn't cry to music, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a it is like a truly beautiful moment, and you know, I, I'd fire his ass, uh, because he's not giving off the right vibe of like I want people to be afraid to storm the stage, so I'd fire his ass, but um, you know, <laughs> you can't look like a fan of the music, you need to look like you yeah. will protect the artist. Thank you. But Kendrick, like, yeah, he. someone asked him about the clip because it was blowing up, and he was just like, shout out to him. He's like, because we said, because I, he said he saw him when he was performing, and he said, I was like, man, I wonder what he's going through. But at the end of the day, that's how you want everybody to perceive your music. Mm. And I feel like he d- wasn't necessarily going through anything. Like, it, it's a, it's tears of, you know, like, it could be, tears of joy or it could be like yeah. this is my song with a with an x but oh hell yeah uh, yeah i didn't feel like it was like a damn i'm watching somebody who is on the edge <laughs> right uh, well and i think that's also maybe too that's a little bit of kendrick's toxic masculinity peeking out again too where it's like this man has to be crying because he has to be going through something Mm. where you could just be like i don't know you could be this dude who likes the song and yeah or you are you, so happy that you are crying but look kendrick step by step man step by yeah step. i just when i go to a concert i just ugly cry the whole time <laughs> people I just, I, distracting <laughs> everybody around me just they're know, like just oh man you saying, going through this something? was our song you say that with your wife next to you like <laughs> what with who <laughs> never mind you'll never understand me <laughs> all right well those are some of the things that are trending on this wednesday afternoon we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show until then be kind to each other be kind to yourself get the vaccine don't do nothing about white supremacy and we will talk to y'all tomorrow bye bye imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia the cia and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., 
And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.